Ricky Dwyer um, coming back on a Monday again. Uh, we have had a pretty interesting series in both the West and the East so far. We're going to start with the West right now. Um, so last night we had game two um, of Nuggets Lakers. And what a game! Yeah, great game. First off, probably, I mean, there have been a lot of good playoff games, so yeah, I don't want to, like, <laughs> like, I was about to say, like, oh, it's, like, ranks, but, like, there's been so many, like, great ones that I can't yeah. even. I, I think it's top ten, but, oh, man. Like, yeah, like, there's a The Heat long, series have already had, yeah. Like, even going back to the first round, like, all Dallas Clippers game four was incredible, like, uh-huh. games, two great game sevens, all those Denver Utah classics, like, yeah. It's hard to even say that this is like top ten. Like you could argue, like, yeah. I mean, it's higher the stakes. Top five is tough. Yeah, it's higher stakes, but like, a lot of good playoff games. Anyway, um, yeah. So the Lakers after um, after game one, um, game one was the Tony Tony brothers Scott Foster special. Um, they shot well, like, that, like thirty-two free throws. Yeah, but yeah, to their credit, the Lakers did shoot 19 of 24 off of uncontested shots off passes in game one. And they um, got a lot of uncontested looks. So. Yeah, and, and it, it felt like a lot. It felt a lot like uh, Nuggets Clippers game one. Um, we'll get to the Clippers at the end and roast them and roast me, but. Um, I was there too. I thought they yeah. were going to win, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in game one, the, the Lakers were able to get uh, Dwight, like, very – he was very physical with Jokic, and it worked. And Jokic kind of got, like – I think he got kind of – like, it kind of messed him up a little bit, and he was – he got in foul trouble pretty early. Um, in game two, the Lakers came out physical again. Um, and it was kind of working for most of the first quarter. Um, their defense has actually been really good, I think, throughout the – the playoffs. Yeah. I don't really think. I mean, we haven't really talked about the Lakers much on here, to be honest, because most of their series have been snooze fest. But um, that's a good thing for them. Yeah, like yeah, but their their defense, other than that, like Houston game one, where they really just it was like an effort thing with LeBron and AD mostly, and they weren't really. LeBron said that they weren't really used to the speed of that team. Um, they've been great on defense. They, in this game, they were forcing a lot of turnovers and getting fast break points um, in the opening minutes of game two. And the Lakers, what they're able to do is throw a lot of lobs because they have Dwight, they have AD, they have JaVale, and they have LeBron catching and throwing those lobs, along with Rondo for throwing at least. Um, and I thought the Nuggets could have brought out Bull Bull um, just to see that it could have gone very badly. Um, obviously, AD could have fouled him out like five minutes, but I think it was worth a try because they were playing They were playing some weird guys. I mean, they – Yeah, I mean, they played Dozier for – like what, 14 minutes in like the last, like the entire fourth quarter. I think yeah. Dozier was in there. Yeah. Dozier so. was like keeping them in it, but like also yeah. like missing free throws. It probably lost, oh. cost them the game. Yeah. Um, the Nuggets he hits free throws. He's so good for this team right now. Cause his yeah. defense is good. His defense is good. He, 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 he had a good defensive possession on LeBron um, deep in the fourth. He, he was like the only guy that was actually attacking AD. I felt like. He was probably the only guy that wasn't exhausted on the team. Um, also that, yeah. <laughs> both teams looked so tired, I thought. Especially LeBron for the Lakers um, in the fourth. You could tell by the shot selection, but then Denver having – Everything was so short. 
Yeah, having their having their grueling playoff run, like every shot, like you said, is just front rim short. Um, until Jokic took over. Yeah, and uh, the Lakers went up with by eight with three minutes left off of a Davis three, which should have been a harbinger for future things to come. But um, Jokic was able to cut the lead to one, and then it just went back and forth. Jokic and AD. Um, Jokic was able to to completely body Davis on a post up and yeah. do just a little hook over him, and it wasn't even like like didn't even have a chance of getting stopped on that play. It was really impressive. Um, and then Caruso, the Lakers come down. Caruso gets a wide open three off of some like play that goes wrong, if, if I'm remembering correctly, and then a. Danny Green gets the rebound, shoots like a 14-footer that's blocked amazing. Murray gets this amazing block on it. Yeah. Um, like flying, flying like across the court, like blocks it, um, and it goes out of bounds. And then the Lakers are on this play, right? They got two seconds. Um, it's a back screen with LeBron for AD. Um, I think the reporting said that the play was originally supposed to be for LeBron. But, which makes sense. Which makes sense. But he – Plumley was AD's man. I don't understand why Plumley's playing in that point of the game, to be honest. like I mean, like, they brought him on, too. That was the thing that was kind of weird, is that, like, Malone, like, subbed him on specifically yeah. for that play to guard AD, which I guess he was worried about the lob threat is, is all I can really yeah. think about. And, like, he was more worried about an AD lob than an AD three, which kind of makes sense. But Well, they get this back screen for AD, and – Plumley thinks they're supposed to switch it, so he's calling that out. But that either that wasn't what they were supposed to do, or the other person blew, uh, blew it because. Well, I, I didn't even because it was Jeremy Grant on LeBron, and like yeah. I don't even know if it was really a back screen. You know, he just kind of stood there. Yeah, so I think that's why Grant didn't think like they're supposed to switch it because he just thought like he's not really setting. Yeah, he was going to get through this. Yeah, he, you're right. Like he didn't really scream, but LeBron's so big that it's like. It feels you know, like one. Well, yeah. Like he didn't really have to turn his body, um, and but then AD gets a still still pretty contested look. Um, he's still it's Jokic it's, got back to him like quick. yeah yeah. I was impressed with that. Yeah, he's fading away. He hits the three. Um, game over. Um, definitely the biggest shot he's ever hit in his career. It's not even close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, the other the only other one I can think comes to mind is like. He had this game winner against the Thunder like five years ago where it's like this double clutch three from almost half court. But um, Can't that's, remember just, this, that's so. just me as a Pelicans fan thinking right. some of his greatest hits. But, uh, yeah, a great game for his legacy. He um, He's obviously never been this far in the playoffs, like we were saying. Um, not even close. I, um, and he scored every point in the last five minutes for the Lakers, and they really needed it because um, – yeah, the, this is this is. I mean, this is going to come back to haunt Denver, I think. Although, Jokic, like you like you said, Jokic kind of did start to figure out some things, um, and um, they have a lot of places they can improve, particularly with like just shooting. Like yeah. Murray really hasn't gone crazy yet. Um, Which he did against the Clippers too. He started off real slow. He looked gassed a lot. He like he, he does this thing when he like go up for the shot and then he passes out of it at the last second and it's just like some of those I think he's just got to take more shots um but yeah I mean like the Lakers done a good job on him but like he he looks tired he doesn't look like he can create space 
So, I don't know. Well, it's Denver's had to play every other night since, like, game one of the playoffs. So Almost, yeah. It's it's not like they're they're really getting a break here, um, and the Lakers obviously they had a huge huge amount of rest before this series compared to what Denver had, um, and after the first Portland series as well. Yeah. So my question is: Do you think Denver can get back into this? I I think they can. Um, I I don't think. They're necessarily going to win this series. I think the Lakers, at this point, probably have the two best players on the court at all times. I don't know how good Jokic will be, and maybe Jokic proves me wrong, but AD seems to be consistently uh, the best player on the court. Um, and I know LeBron had an incredible first half in game two, but like AD is just consistently like in game one, he was their guy. In game two, in the fourth quarter, in crunch time, he became their guy. Um, and I, Denver is like, I, I don't think the series is done because yes, this was probably Denver's like main game to win, but I don't think it's a killer blow in that like Jokic is finally starting to get things rolling. Uh, they haven't shot the ball well, like you said, Jamal Murray hasn't really gone off, like you said. Um, and I think they might have like kind of figured out that like as good as Gary Harris was against the Clippers, he doesn't really have the size, I think, to be able to really impact any of the Lakers players. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I think the Lakers are playing a little bit faster than the Clippers did at times, too, because the Clippers really slowed it down on some possessions. And I think that helped a lot of guys like Gary Harris kind of stay in it, whereas, like, Dozier seems to be fresh, like, springy, and, like, he's kind of just been all over the place on defense, which has been a huge boost. And he didn't even play for most of the game. So, I, I think it's not right to say the series is over. And at this point, like, I can't ever count out Denver because, like, they kept on coming back. But uh, I think the Lakers would find it hard to lose the series, but it might, it might come down to the wire. AD might need to hit a, a few more big shots, too. Well, if, they can, if, if Denver can stop the Lakers from getting out in transition so much, um, that's, like, that's their main source of buckets. And yeah. um, it, it's – yeah, like you said, the Nuggets cannot be, like, taken at face value anymore. Like, when they're down 2-0, that shouldn't be um, – normally it's a death sentence, but with them, we've seen it. And, um, you know, 3-0 is a different story, but they, they'll definitely have to win game three, and we'll, we'll see about game four. Um, I think – yeah, I, I think Jokic, um, the Jokic versus AD has been really fun. Um, and I hope I hope this can extend for a longer time because um, it's looking like the East is going to, based on what we saw. Um, Go all the way. Yeah. Um, so shout out to the Nuggets. Um, we'll talk, we'll talk about them. Um, we get to the Clippers later, but um now to move on to the East, which um, we have a lot more material on probably um, since there's been three games instead of two, but also a lot of, a lot of more like technical basketball is coming in the East um, than the West. And that's been a theme of the playoffs lately. Um, the West is sort of like the top town and the East is a lot of these great coaches sort of going at it. Um, and in game three of this series, after the Heat took the first two, we'll, we'll, we'll start with game three and work our way backwards. 
But um, yeah, game three, the Celtics have Hayward back. They come out, they're seven of 10 to start. Um, Hayward actually looked like usually Hayward's come back from a lot of these like minor injuries. And usually every time he comes back, he doesn't look very good. Yeah. I thought he looked a lot better than like what we're used to seeing from him. Like, um, like when he came back in like March of this year from a Jan- from an injury he had in like January, like he looked pretty shaky, but in this game, he looked great. Um, and he, he came in with about five minutes left in the first, um, had a great pass, like, immediately for a dunk um i think it was to jalen brown and um had a bucket after soonly quick quickly after that um and even the heat like when the heat starts struggling they usually bring out the zone and that tends to work um the two three zone we've seen so many times from them but the celtics had a lot more success against it than they did in game two um and i think that came from um like being more aggressive and attacking like the each side of the zone where where you're bringing two defenders over so you can get a pass out to the, either the corner or inside. Uh, we saw Jalen Brown do it. We saw Tatum do it a little bit. Um, but yeah, they're just being there's a lot of like mini adjustments are being made. Um, and- I will say that like I thought especially like the, the biggest adjustment was that they went a lot more like vertical on the zone rather Instead than just going lateral, side to side. Yeah. yeah. And like that was there, a huge change. Because a lot of times, a lot of times, the like the default like is to pass to the corner. Yeah. Um. In the in the two three, is to pass to like the wing. But instead, like you want to go high, like high post, low post, and get see if you can get some easy cuts and buckets off that. So they did that a lot, and that that worked pretty well. Um. And honestly, not a good game for Jimmy. Um which has been pretty uncharacteristic, but maybe, maybe it's just because the, it wasn't a close fourth quarter for him to take over. Um, yeah. The Celtics really did a good job closing out um, like just the game. Yeah. The like third. the heat had that mini run at the end where it got close, but um, it was never, it like, never really looked threatening. Yeah. It never really looked like, like they're down like six with like a minute left. It was like, yeah. it's pretty hard to blow that lead. Um, yeah. And Tatum and Brown, um, definitely the best game of the series for Brown um, so far. Tatum's been pretty consistently like 25 points throughout, um, but but Brown had a lot more success. He had to guard Adebayo a little bit and did did a pretty good job. Um, yeah. And the Celtics just really looked like a whole different team. They were attacking Duncan Robinson, who um, – and really also trying to like sell out to not get him like super hot like he did in the early minutes of game two. Um, which is a big key because if the Heat can build – like, the Heat building a lead on you, they're such a good team that, like, if they can get a lead and just continue to trade threes for twos, it's, it's, they're, they're really hard to beat. Um, and the Celtics have sort of stepped on their throat in this one and kind of never looked back. Um, yeah. So, what, what I thought even think? defensively, Bam didn't look super good. And I thought they were able to, like – yes, they attacked, like, Duncan Robinson and even Hero at some points. But, like, I thought they made Bam move a lot more laterally rather than just vertically, especially, like, when they went in zone. Like, Bam was having to chase guys, it felt like, at, like, a higher speed almost, even when, like, his guy is screening. Like, they're attacking right at him off the screen instead of, like, say, uh, game two and game one. I thought they kind of, like, settled for, okay, we'll take the mismatch and then try to, like, ISO rather than just kind of saying, all right, we'll play the pick and roll and we'll just go right at Bam, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I thought Kend- Kendrick Nunn 
minutes in this game. The Celtics were able to exploit pretty well. Um, not not very clear why he's still getting minutes um, in a series like this. It's it's really important to know who you can trust. But you could say the same thing about uh, Ojale getting minutes for the Celtics, but they went away from that in Game Three. Um, but um, yeah, but how, how? I mean, how we got here? The Heat are still up two one. It, so, it sounds like we're praising the Celtics a lot, but um, yeah. they're still leading the series. Um, like I said in Game Two, um, Duncan Robinson was able to hit three threes in four, the first four minutes, um, and he had six in the game. Um, the Celtics tried Romeo Langford, which was a big surprise. Um, I was surprised about Grant Williams getting minutes in Game Seven against Toronto, but this was. This was even bigger shock than that because he hasn't. I, I don't remember him seeing the court in the playoffs yet. Um, I could be wrong. But, he might have played a little bit in the first round. Yeah, like the Philly series, which like I didn't really watch. But like, yeah. so um, and they also put Canner in in game two, which I think we could see again. Um, that was that seemed to work a little bit. Um, he offensively, yeah, but like yeah, defensively, defensively yeah. I think yeah, there's definitely stuff that can be exploited. But he was he was able to score. Um, yeah. And, which they kind of need, which, like, is a lot better than Tice. Yeah, during those nice. minutes, they also had none in, which was, like, sort of counteracted the, the terrible defensive counter. Yeah. So, um, and then they were, Miami's up – Miami's down 13 at half. They do what they usually do. Um, they come back in the third quarter with the zone, better shooting. Bam was dominating. They, they win the quarter 37-17. to 17, I think at one point, Bam had, like, four dunks in a row. Yeah, it's like pretty much the same play. Duncan getting free throws every time yeah. down. It was just yeah. like they couldn't stop. That was like a pretty basic like pick and roll action. Yeah, I think they should go back to that formula in game four because that, yeah. that seems like like the trump card. Like I don't think the Celtics have anyone who can really stop that consistently. Right. Um, and then the Celtics battle was swung back in the fourth quarter. They took a lead with a 15-2 run, and the Heat just eviscerated that with a 13-1 run of of their own. Um and Drogic was great at putting this game away. So was Jimmy. And um, and then Jalen Jalen Brown hits two threes in quick succession to cut the lead. Um, and the Heat had a chance to ice it. They throw it away, I think, under their own basket. Um, yeah. Something like that. And and then Jalen had, had another great look for three in the corner to tie the game. And he couldn't ice it. And then Jimmy, Jimmy gets the rebound, hits two free throws, game over. But, um, yeah, I mean, if you think about that, the Celtics really could have won game two as well. Um, yeah. No, I mean, and game one, arguably, right? Yeah, game, game, one, was, game one was insane. Um, yeah. <laughs> but with, with the block, and we haven't even talked about that yet. But oh, my God, yeah. The game, game one was a, lot, was a lot like game two with the, the comeback. Um, but the, and that was just runs back and forth. Yeah, it runs back and forth. It's a lot closer down the stretch. But um, yeah, Adebayo got tons of did did a lot did a lot of the stuff he was doing in the uh, third quarter of game three. Um, he gets that amazing block on Tatum at the end. Um, that was probably the most like the best block I've seen in like live since like LeBron's in twenty sixteen. Yeah, probably. I mean, like, yeah, especially with impact in mind, yeah. Yeah, just the strength to, like, 
have his shoulder not dislocate like immediately. He's yeah. literally going like straight. It's not even like you're swinging down. Like he was like right. swinging. Like well, Tatum was the one that was like coming down. Yeah, it's like it's like straight impact, and he yeah. was able like the strength that you have to have to just not have that not affect you at all yeah. is really it's crazy. Um, insane. And um, and then Tatum still was able to tie the game almost because he um, they they throw that baseball pass we've seen it so many times where they throw it to Marcus Smart but they threw it to Tatum and he like kind of drags his foot and then hoists it up and almost didn't he like up. almost he didn't even like fall down basically yeah he like, had to, like catch it and like yeah. drop the ball and then like <laughs> get up and do it but um it's crazy yeah it's been a, it's been a really fun series but what what, what what do you think about um what we're gonna see in game four um, a lot of adjustments from Spo, I think, because um, I, I think Brad Stevens kind of showed that he like, like that he can figure out the zone. The zone's not this like crazy trump card that like Miami can just play and like Boston just forgets how to play basketball, um, which like kind of did happen in Game Two. So I, I think Game Four is probably either going to be uh, like either playing less of the zone or kind of playing. I, I, I don't think they can, like, double – they either have to double a lot more aggressively and, like, really try and just, like, force the ball out of Tatum's hands immediately um, and, like, not give him the chance to, like, actually get those looks to where, like – because he they have so much more off-ball cutting now in game three than in game two that, like, if Tatum has any space or, like, if he can find the open guy, like, Miami's in trouble. Um, so they either have to, like, double less, which I don't think they'll do, or just double, like, more aggressively. Um, and then offensively, I thought they were just kind of sloppy. Like, they, they turned the ball over a lot more than they did, I think, in games one and two, um, which was, like, just feeding the Celtics just easy buckets. And, like, I think it was in the second quarter, I want to say, that, like, Jalen Brown got, like, a dunk, and then Tatum got a steal, and then a dunk, and then, like, Brown. Yeah, they were just kind of – they were, like, throwing it ahead to each right. other. Like, yeah. on, like three straight possessions. And they like, went like back and forth. Yeah. Like Hero didn't get back on one of them. I remember. Um, yeah. And and speaking of Hero, like it seems like every every like win for Miami, they either have like a pretty like insane shooting stretch from like Hero or Crowder or one of those guys. Didn't really happen in Game Three. Um, so that's something you'd see in Game Four. I think I think Bam just trying to dominate inside is huge. Um, that seems to be something that Boston has really struggled to stop. So. Um, yeah, and then Jimmy can obviously play a lot better, um, and I, I would I would expect the Heat to go up three one, and then after that maybe you see the Celtics win Game Five. But um, I'm still I'm still like you. I'm pretty uh, set in our prediction the Heat are gonna, that the Heat are going to come out of this, and if they do, um, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but it's not a great matchup for the Lakers. Um, it's probably yeah the worst matchup they could. They could we talked about this a little bit, but um, <laughs> it's it, it's interesting. But the team that we thought they were going to play has been eliminated, and that is the LA Clippers, who probably don't even deserve more hate than they're getting. But we're going to do it anyway um, because I was, I was supremely confident in this team, but. Um, Game seven, which was like, seems like ages ago. Um, Clippers come out. It looks like they're just going to put them away. But then the Nuggets do what they do, and they come back. Um, Murray has 40. Jokic has a triple-double through three quarters, which is insane. Um, 
And yeah, just the resilience of those guys. I think it begs a question. I was thinking about this. Um, yeah. I don't think you can have Murray lower than four when you're doing point guard rankings right now. Okay, so who's your top four right now? Uh, Steph. Steph, Luca, and Dame. Steph, Luca, Dame. Yeah, probably I like that. Not, probably in that order. Yeah. Um, Westbrook probably gets docked a bunch of points because of his awful playoff performances continuously. Oh, yeah, I don't even think he uh, <laughs> uh, Murray's regular season probably gets, like, okay, it's okay if you have a bad regular season if you're going to do this in the playoffs. Um, uh I don't know how Kyrie's going to be, but, like, I, I guess Kyrie would be the only other person that I'd maybe put ahead of Jamal. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I feel like it's been so long that, like, I haven't seen Kyrie in, like, forever. Like, right. <laughs> um, and, and we just don't know what we're going to get out of him or that team anymore. Either. Like, I feel, I feel like Kyrie, like, even, like, 2019 Kyrie was not as good as, like, Murray. Murray is right now, yeah. Well, I mean, the last time that we saw him was that awful run with the Celtics, right? So Yeah. yeah. I mean, we saw him in, with the Nets a little bit at the beginning of the year. but Right. But, man, I, I don't know, yeah. I, th- I think top four might be, might be pretty accurate at this point, yeah, for your point guards. Yeah, I mean, you could, if you want to say that Harden's point guard, if you want to say that LeBron's point guard, you can get into well, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't um, think so. We think of them as that. So, no. You could, I mean, I don't think you can make an argument for Simmons. No, uh, the offense is just not. One other guy that I think you could throw in there, maybe. Um, Like Lowry. Lowry? Yeah. (laughs) Lowry? Yeah. Okay. That's probably probably the closest one. Yeah. And, and like, again, we have to, like, keep in mind that this is, like, one postseason run. Um, But. I yeah, I, I think after this postseason, like definitely going into next season, you would expect him to be a top four guard in the league or point guard in the league. But um, oh, Kemba. Oh, that's good. I don't know how you feel about Kemba. That's good. I think I think he's better than Kemba. If if he keeps on playing like this, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I don't think Kemba has had like amazing playoff performances either. So I don't. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't really had a chance to be in the playoffs. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, Nuggets, Clippers, game seven. Um, Clippers, they get up big. Nuggets come back like they always do. And the Clippers come into the fourth quarter and they're going to, and they say, hey, let's just not run any offense. Their that's offense. Was, oh my God. It, was, it was hard to watch. It was literally, they're down. They're that's down. Painful. They're down 20 in a matter of minutes, and their offense just becomes Kawhi. Paul George, please. They just yeah. miss they, – they missed everything. Oh, my God. Um, Kawhi of PG for the game. Kawhi and PG for the game. 10 of 37 shooting combined, which is Horrendous. like 27%, like maybe. Um, yeah, I think it's just about 27%. I kept waiting for Kawhi to just take over in the fourth because I was like, oh, like it'll, it's coming. It's, it's fine, yeah. And then, and then they're down yeah. the with like three minutes left. I'm like, oh, it's not. Um, he had zero in the fourth. Yeah. 
So did Paul George. So your two best players um, in the must-win, in the biggest playoff game of the entire season, probably the big, biggest playoff game, or uh, game seven against the Heat was Paul George. Paul George's biggest playoff game. But um, I would uh, say... Well, okay, Kawhi's had bigger playoff games. Yeah, so it was, no, Kawhi, no, I, was, I wasn't talking about Kawhi there. But, oh, okay, yeah, Paul George, yeah. Yeah. Um, biggest game of the season. They... Zero points from two best players in fourth. It's, it's – I don't know what – like, I don't know if there's just – if it's the – I guess it's the chemistry. They didn't make a field goal in the first six minutes as a team. Like, part of it is just that, like, they don't know what they're doing on offense. And, like, you could see it the whole game. And, like, even – I guess you could say it, like, the whole season – or series – is it like the whole series when I was like, oh, it doesn't really matter because like right because they make them, you know, they make the stupid shots that they take sometimes. <laughs> but like it's I don't know because like Marcus Morris was taking like weird fadeaway jumpers, which like I don't think it, you need to take if you're Marcus Morris. Um, same thing for like Michael Green. Um, it just looks so off, and like Kawhi just never got any like space to get it going either, and like. That's not to, like, say that he didn't play bad because, like, he played bad and, like, he didn't do any of the things that made him so great last season in that game seven. But, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you remember from last year, like, Toronto was running, like, even when Kawhi was isoing, like, Toronto, like, had him properly isoing on the wing. The Clippers, it just felt like, oh, nothing else was working, so just give them all the yeah, Kawhi. Yeah, at the top, and they're like, Yeah, and it's like, out. what do you expect him to do? Right? So, I don't know. It was weird. I don't think they got well, anybody in the right spaces. And Lou Williams. Gotta give credit to the Nuggets. Yeah, he was. No, he was bad. He was. That, Lou Williams that, was awful. That stood out. Yeah. See, he has, he like has, like he had one good game in the Dallas series. Yeah. He scored like that 31 point game or whatever. Yeah, like 30 in like game like six or five maybe. But like, I, it, Geez, the rest is a bit bad. Um, and taking nothing away from Jeremy Grant's good defense on Kawhi, which we talked about like a couple times on here, so I don't think I have to go over that. But yeah. um, you don't want to hear excuses from teams that held like from a team that holds like six practices the entire regular season, and they they they're complaining about fatigue when they're playing a team that just went through seven games in the round before and got one day of rest, one day of rest, one. And they also, during the game, a bunch of Clippers players are getting tired and cramping up because they, they're not conditioned at all. Asking to be subbed out, asking doc and doc's just like, the hell am I supposed to do? I haven't like doc, doc like hadn't even figured out like the Zubach thing that we talked about for like 20 minutes last time. So he, he's like, he's got, he's like, I got, Doc's bigger, got bigger problems. <laughs> yeah. He's got like bigger fish to fry. And um, the main takeaway I had from all of this is that Kawhi chose to leave Toronto for this. For this. Oh my God. Chose to leave the team that, I love more than any other um, a team with with grit, with probably the best coach in the league, with with Kyle Ra- with Kyle Lowry, with tons of young talent that's only getting better, with yeah. Siakam, with 
you know, Ibaka, someone someone who's proven to step up in a game seven. Um, they might like, be in the finals already. <laughs> like, or they might be like 3-0 up right now on the heat. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the good news for Kawhi is that Toronto has a lot of cap space in 2021 when, when Paul go George. Back. Kawhi will, yeah, he'll go back, maybe. Uh, um, I hope so. Well, the question is, is Kawhi really equipped to build his own team? Because we haven't really – is he someone who – not trusted isn't the right word, but is he someone who we believe is able to, like, make personnel decisions like LeBron has? I think that he – like, first of all, let's remember that, like, Paul George was, I think, his, like, third or fourth option, first of all. Yeah. So, like, that, that like... Uh, you did hit up KD first, I think. Right. And so, it's like, I don't know why he, like, if, if your first couple options say, no, this isn't going to work, right, or we can't make it work right now, I don't know why you would leave the Clippers, or leave Toronto at that point to then go to the Clippers just to go to the Clippers, unless he wanted to go home that bad, right? Which, like, if, if that's all he wanted to do, then, all right, fair enough, props to him. He I got home. That's not it, but I think he still wants to build a winner with that team. So, like, that's why I just don't I, – I, I don't know. I, I don't get why – he wanted to go to the Clippers and play for a team that, like, has, like, guys that just don't – like, I, I don't even know the right word for it, you know? Like, they just don't compete. They, like, they act like they compete at such a high level. Like, guys like Patrick Beverly, right? Or even Marcus Morris. Like, they have that, like, huge chip on their shoulders, but they don't actually, like, use it, if that makes sense. They use it to, like, you know? start fights. They're not using right. it to, like – to like win basketball, die yeah. for loose balls, and right. and you can say that Lowry is like a grifter, but I, I like there's definitely a lot of like competitive spirit there. Right, like they well, get they stuff fun. done. <laughs> yeah, like Ibaka is hungry. A guy like Ibaka is hungry. A guy like Lowry is hungry. <laughs> Beverly <laughs> Morris, Paul George, even like I don't, it's still, I don't see it. You know, like you got Paul George after the game saying that uh, the championship – like, it wasn't a championship or bust mentality. Like, yeah, that was, pretty, that was pretty bad. And he – I mean, it, it – I mean, if this year wasn't the next year, it is. So, I, I, I don't every, – every season is championship or bust. I think that's a stupid argument to have. Oh, like, yeah. You're just making excuses when you know you're a contender. And, um, yeah, this is like the – Yeah, we weren't good enough. The disappointing postseasons from Paul George just continue to stack up. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's, and and maybe you can learn to be like a, a ta- an attractor and builder of and a team builder like LeBron is. But um, I think I think this I think this whole experience has really like outlined the differences between the two, um, LeBron and Kawhi, and. I don't yeah. think I, I don't think I'm giving Kawhi a pass on this one. I like I don't think he's the reason they lost that series, but I think he is part of of the problem, for sure. 
and I think it, it speaks to his decision making. I mean, which, yeah, Kawhi, like you could be a leader, and like if you know, there's like not like you know, like all the stuff that like happened in Game Two where where Paul George and I think Harrell were arguing, and like yeah, just nothing is said, like. Look, I, I think maybe, maybe that's maybe that's more on Doc, but like if if he's not doing it, then like someone has to. And but right, and like I think that's the thing. Like he needs to pick up a, a position, right, or, or a, a team that already has that player in place, right. Like he needs to go somewhere where like I, I like he's the guy that scores, right. He goes on the court, he scores. Maybe he grabs you like ten boards, and maybe he gives you four assists, whatever it is. He's gonna give you the great stat line. He needs somebody like a Lowry. He needs somebody like a Popovich that keeps everybody else in line. And Doc wasn't that guy. Doc Rivers wasn't that guy. Paul George, I don't think has ever really been that guy, at least post-injury. And I don't know if he just thought like Patrick Beverly and like Lou Williams were that guy, were those guys. But like it, the Clippers just didn't have anybody that, that could take charge like that. Huh? Yeah, no, but I mean, you would think that would be Kawhi, but maybe you need more than one. Um, right. And that that might be just the whole problem. I mean, it's it, like we've we've seen these like super teams come before and like fail in year one, but I don't. And may, maybe it's because their top it wasn't like there was already like one of the two guys was already there. It's like they're both coming. Yeah, and maybe, it's maybe so that, new. When you think about it, like, that doesn't really happen that often. Um, no. So. I mean, Brooklyn's probably going to be the first example of that. Yeah, yeah. Happening. Maybe you just chalk it up to that. But, like, the talent level should – like, talent usually wins out anyway. Um, and yeah. In the NBA, yeah. Yeah, in the NBA. And maybe maybe we – maybe these playoffs are starting – we're starting to see a reflection of that. But um, I – yeah, I mean, we were robbed of Lakers Clippers, which is what yeah. we all wanted. So yeah. Do you think uh, Doc gets fired? No. No? Oh man. I'm I'm kinda on the Doc gets fired train now. But I, I think knowing Ballmer, like this is a big, big disappointment. So I, I, he might change. He might change things up like big time. I Yeah, I mean, I don't think – I don't know who you would hire if you're firing Doc. Like, who – like – That's nice. yeah. Like, like what's well, – They have Lou on the bench. What? They have Tyron Lou. Like, yeah, yeah, they do have Lou. Right. Like, is Lou really, like <laughs> nah. – I mean, he like, we've seen it with him. Like, we've also seen it with Doc. Like, I don't, I don't think that really solves anything. Yeah. I think the players just need to, like, like – like, just have chemistry. Yeah. Like, it feels easy to say, but, like, yeah, at the end of the day, like, they just kind of got to, like, figure figure out what they're doing on on offense and defense. Like, defense especially, man. Like, that's yeah, defense, like, like, they should have been able to, like, lock in on defense. Like, that. that's yeah. another thing that, like, we've, we've saw a lot of stretches during the season where they were just, like, you're not going to score for, like, 10 minutes. And, right. um, and, and they were lost against Denver. Yeah, and that's like a credit to Jokic mostly probably, but um 
I do think that a team that is talented defensively like that should be able to stop. But um, yeah. all right, predictions for uh, Heat, Celtics, and Nuggets, Lakers before we hop off. Uh, well, I, I got the Heat uh, probably winning in six games, I'll say. Boston looks like they'll probably be able to grab one more game. And yeah, I would, agree. I would agree on that. Yeah, and then I'll probably have the Lakers in six or seven games. Well, we'll say six games. Yeah, uh, um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seven. Actually. You know, seven. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes seven. But just because I'm feel, I'm feeling the Nuggets just like getting to another game seven. Right. And I'm not gonna. <laughs> piss, I'm not gonna pick against LeBron in game seven. Oh yeah. No, uh, I I don't think you can pick against LeBron in this series. But uh, I, I yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes seven for sure. What about the finals? You have the Lakers. God, I don't know. I feel like that. I feel like that. Like re- would require like a deep dive. Like okay, uh, we'll wait. We'll wait. I will definitely be rooting for the Heat. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I think everyone that's neutral will be rooting for the Heat at this point. Wait, Unless what? you're rooting for the Nuggets. No. 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 <laughs> I mean, they're fun, but I'm not. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, um, we'll be back next week. Um, hopefully the Heat-Celtics series will become um, very contentious. And maybe the Nuggets-Lakers will too. So. They're getting a little chippy too. So it can be fun. Yeah. Both sides. All right.